Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, man. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Praise the Lord. You got it high enough? <laughs> you said it'd be down by the end of the night. Hey, man. Well, we don't have much time, so we're going to jump right into it. So if you would, stand with me. We're going to be looking at Romans chapter 3. And we're going to look at 19 to 23. Everybody there? Not yet. Hold up. <laughs> um, Romans chapter 3, 19 to 23. Ready? It says, Now we know that the things, it, it, it says, Now we know that whatsoever things the law saith, it saith to them, who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. That's key. Wherefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe there is no difference. Last verse. For all, that, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this time that we can gather tonight. Lord God, and just look into your word as a group. And Lord God, and see what you say to us. And Lord God, we know whatever you say, we will believe. So Lord God, bless this time tonight. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Tonight I'd like to talk to you about biblical, the key to biblical evangelism. The key to biblical evangelism. Whenever you have a key, what is the purpose of a key? To open something. Well, if if it's the key to biblical evangelism, what is it going to open? Amen. It's going to open heaven. I want you to, in a Bible study, guys, I, I just got to give you all these verses, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, because it's so important. I don't want you to hear me, but I want you to hear God. So, if we're talking about the key of biblical evangelism, we need a key to open something. You already said we're going to open something. Let's see what we're going to open. John chapter 10, verse 9. What did Jesus say here? 
Jesus said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastor. Jesus Christ is that door. So what do we need to open that door? We read it in our scripture here. Look at this. Romans chapter 3 verse 20. It says, The law is the knowledge of sin. Think about that. The law is the knowledge of sin. So I'm telling you the key to biblical evangelism is the law of God. I want you to think about that. The law of God is the key. Why is the law of God the key? We did it. We read this one a couple of weeks ago. Psalms 19 verse 7. Let's take a look at it. We read this one a few weeks ago. We're talking about the law. What does it say? The law of the Lord is what? Perfect. Converting the soul. So God's word is perfect and it converts the soul. Isn't that good? So in order to lead someone to Christ, they must understand the law. Now I'm not saying that we're under the law. We know that we're not under the law, right? Because Jesus Christ has fulfilled that. But they need to have the knowledge of the law because the knowledge of the law shows you sin. If you don't see your sin, you'll never see your need of a Savior. Think about that. If you never see your sin, you'll never see your need of a Savior. So the law is the key. How many people know where the the law is in the Bible? Where? Exodus. It's normally called what? The Ten Commandments. You have it on your walkway when you walk in here. How many people can... Let's see who can name the Ten Commandments. Who can name all Ten Commandments? Raise your hand. This is not good. Everybody hand should have went up. No, don't say it. I want you to raise your hand. I want to see a listening. Who can name all the Ten Commandments? Raise your hand. Okay. And this is the problem. It really is. Because if we don't know the Word of God, how can we lead someone to Christ? Think about it. God says this. Read it right here. Let's go back to it. Romans chapter 3.20 Therefore by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. What's wrong with America? They don't think they've sinned. Right? If they don't think they're sin, they don't need God. God's word shows us that we fall short. 
But when we go to people and say, hey, God loves you, but we never tell them why He loves them. Why did, why did He love you so much? We sang the song Amazing Grace, but do we really know how amazing that is? When God delivered us from sin. We have to know that we are in a terrible position and only Jesus Christ can save us. So I'm telling you the key to biblical evangelism is the law. Now here's another. Now there was three parts to the law. We already talked about it. The Ten Commandments. There were social regulations. And then religious ordinances. Those are all found in Exodus. But thank God we don't have to be under that anymore. Now look at Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. And I want to look at 24 to 26. Okay, let me know when you're there. It says, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster, listen to what it's going to do, to bring us unto Christ. That we might be justified, not by the law, but by what? Faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. We're not under the law. I want to make that clear. But we need to use the law to let the people see that they need Him. It says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. They must know that they have sinned. Many a times I've been witnessing for over 20 years and I started out with the same thing the love of God but not telling them about the judgment of God when I started doing that it made a difference people start seeing that they were sinners and that they needed to be saved not that just God loves them but he loves them so much that he sent his son to die for them on the cross. Matter of fact, here's one example. If you look at the thief on the cross, anybody remember that account? Isn't that a good account? Let's look at it. Luke 23. I tell you, every time I get up here, my mouth turned to cotton. <laughs> I have no idea why, but it just turns to cotton. Luke 23. I'm getting there. Luke 23, 39. Oh, this is good. Listen to this. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, if thou be Christ, save thyself. Now we ain't talking about this guy. <laughs> so he's, he's poking at Jesus. 
But look at this. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? Today, people don't fear God. There is no fear of God in their eyes or in their hearts. So this male factor goes on and says, look, in 41, he gets it. We indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. In other words, he's saying, hey, I've sinned. He see that he has sinned. And he's paying the penalty. But what did he say? But this man have done nothing amiss. His sin led him to Jesus. Do you see it? In 42, And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when I cometh in thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Did you see his sin led him to Jesus? Did you see that? So make sure we let people... And the sin that this guy committed was probably murder or a thief. But it led him to Jesus. He saw his need of a Savior. So whenever we're witnessing to somebody, we need to let them know that they have sinned, but God loves them. Here's one other example. You probably remember this one. Of David, 2 Samuel chapter 12. Right? When David sinned with Bathsheba, and Nathan went to him, and then said what? What did Nathan say? Thou art the man. David had to see himself in that position as that sinner, then he repented. You will not repent until you see your need of a Savior. We already said the, the law is our schoolmaster. It brings us to Christ. And once we see our need, that's when He'll step in. What does Romans 5.8 say? I use this all the time. This is my favorite verse. You should make this a memory verse. Here's what it says. But God commendeth His love toward us. That word commended means showed, demonstrated. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You don't have to clean yourself up. You can't do it. But Christ loves us so much, He died for us. And He shows it to us on the cross. Now, here's... What is the, why is this key not used today? Let's look at it. Luke chapter 11, verse 52. This is a short one. I'm not going to take too long. Luke chapter 11. Everybody there? 
Now, is it red in your Bible? What does that mean? Okay, listen to this, what he says here. Woe unto you, lawyers. Now, who was lawyers? Pharisees. Who said that? Somebody know their Bible. Somebody's been studying. That's right, that's the Pharisees. These guys supposed to have been teaching the law. But this is what Jesus is saying. For ye have taken away, and he even calls it the key of knowledge. And ye entered not in yourself, and them that were entering in, you hindered. What a warning Jesus gives them. And not only them, but us. Do we know God's word? Do we want to lead people to Christ? Look for opportunities to lead people to Christ. I'll give you one example. I normally walk in my neighborhood in the morning. I've been walking probably for about two years. And I see these two people all the time. One of them I even talk with. And I never witness to them. I'm like, God, man, I'm pitiful. I was scum. I like, I, I mean, I was, you know, I had preached, you know, in August about the ways to win souls. And I'm like, man, I got this opportunity here. So after I preached that second sermon that night, I prayed that morning that Lord give me an opportunity to witness. Don't you know that morning they both would stop talking to each other? And I had took Bible tracts and gave it to them. Pray for opportunities. You'll never witness to somebody if you never pray. Ask the Lord to give you that opportunity to witness. So, what we see here, we see that the Pharisees were in the churches not teaching people the Word of God. We go to these churches or televangelists preaching this, preaching this social gospel, not even talking about sin. They feel good. They go and say, all right, I feel good. And then they post all this stuff on Facebook, but none of it talks about sin. You must help the sinner to see their sin. And you can do that by the Word of God. The Ten Commandments. I'll go over them right quick here. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Are they doing that? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's their recreation day. Really? They're not here on Sundays. Honor thy father and thy mother. My goodness. They done threw that one out of the water. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Bear false witness against thy neighbor. And thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's good. When you show these to someone, see that they pass this test, they will fall short. And when they fall short, you can take them to Romans 5.8. But what? God commended His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. To preach the Word of God, you must preach the full Word. Not only the love of God, 
but also the wrath of God. I want to encourage you tonight is that pray for opportunities to witness to someone and God will give it to you. But two, make sure you let them know that they fall short. For all have come short of the glory of God. So when you let them know they fall short, let them know that Jesus Christ is there to lift them up. Isn't that good? Think about this. One more example. I was ending there, but this is my last example. Let's say, for example, somebody say, Hey, um, I paid your fine for you. You say, That's good, thank you. You can say, That, that guy crazy. What are you But then if somebody say, Hey, you were speeding and the police was about to get you and I paid your fine for you because you sinned. You see the difference? When they know they've sinned, then you can accept the gift. A lot of people don't accept the gift of Jesus because they don't think they need it. Think about it. Let them know that they need Jesus. They will never know they don't need Jesus if you don't use the Word of God to show them that they're short. You know, here's a scripture. I did have this one. I got a whole bunch of them, but I'll end with this one. James 2.10 says this. And this was get some. I told you I was witness to some guy a few weeks ago that said he only believes the first five books. I said, thank you, Jesus. Because that first five books got the law in it. And then after I was done with him, he was the man. He was like, oh, I need Jesus. Yeah, you need Jesus. Here we go right here. Because this verse got him right here. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point shall be what? Guilty of them all. We fall short. And only Jesus Christ can lift us up. Amen. Let me close out in prayer. Yeah. All right, if you would stand, we'll close out in prayer. So did you get it? What is the key to biblical evangelism? The law of God. That's right. Knowing God's word to let them know that they have sinned and then point them to Christ. Because the Bible tells us the law points them to Christ. Everybody clear that? I want to be clear before we go. Everybody got it? Okay, let's pray. Father God, we come once again thanking you for this privilege and this opportunity to look into your word tonight. And as we looked at the key to biblical evangelism being the law of God, Lord God, we're not under the the law, but we're under grace. But Lord God, your word tells us that your law's purpose was to drive us to Christ. So Lord God, as we witness, we pray for opportunities that we can display your love and lead those that sinner unto you. So Lord God, as we dismiss from this place, give us safety as we go. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. 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 I want too bad. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.